I am Edward P. Chambers. And I am Brian J. Taylor. And together we are Fandom at Random. Party on, Brian. Party on, Ed. Ed, my friend. I have a feeling things are going to change in a totally most excellent way. You got it, man. (laughs) Welcome back in, Randos, to the Fandom at Random podcast. (laughs) And it is going to be a most excellent episode. Totally. For all you bodacious bros and babes. Totally not going to be bogus. (laughs) (laughs) And, I mean, yeah, we are excited. We've got a very... Very special random review today. We've got the news at random. We've got it all. Thank you for tuning back in. And as always, hop on fandomatrandom.com. Like us. Listen to us. Follow us. We might have some new YouTube content coming pretty Smash soon. Smash that like button. Maybe, uh, maybe some more gameplay videos from Brian. Maybe mm. some Fall Guys. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's going to be interesting because... Uh, that game is fucking infuriating, <laughs> but fun and addictive, so yeah, you're in for a treat. But that being said, why don't we get right into the news at random, because we've got a lot of shit to cover today. A lot of it. Let's do it. It's the news at random. DC Fandom Edition. Wop wop. Wop wop. <laughs> you saying wop? <laughs> wop 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 wop. All about that wop? Oh, I watched that music video for the first time the other day. And I don't want to live in this world anymore. <laughs> Seriously, man, we just need to delete our existence as humans because Seriously. it's not good. I just but, want to glitch out of this world. <laughs> let's get into the news at random. And this is going to be a DC Comics news at random edition. And we're going to be talking DC fandom before we get into our random review. But they came out dicks. They really this did. Week. So, yeah. so DC fandom with obviously all of the conventions going digital. DC's, DC said, all right. Let's, I, I want to say they, they were like, all right, we're going to one-up everybody. Yeah. And it was a great event. Yeah, it really it was. was. Yeah. And we're going to jump around a bit with some of the announcements, but how can we not, we have to start the news off with this. We finally got the new The Batman trailer. The Batman. You know, Matt Reeves, The Batman, and kicked it off with, you know, great uh, song by Nirvana, yeah. Something in the Way. Which they actually, as the trailer went on, they had like a little remix of the song. It was pretty badass. But, dude, I mean, I was impressed. It actually looks pretty badass. I was absolutely impressed. I mean, I know we have talked about it a couple times in the news at random uh, about Robert Pattinson and the Diamond Skin Batman. But I know I reserved hope. I thought he could actually pull it off. And you were kind of there, too. And I think it's looking like he's going to do it. Yeah. I mean, emo Batman kind of looks like it's going to work. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I you mean, know? they're going to, they're keeping it dark. And we talked like over a year ago about like if they ever brought the Riddler in, make him like a creepy serial killer. Yeah. And it, it looks like he's pretty much like Jigsaw. Dude, I can't. By the be- way it looks. I can't believe. It. Well, first of all, I thought it was the Court of Owls. 
uh, with the goggles, with the like full suit, it kind of looked like the assassin from Court of Owls. A little bit, yeah, like Talon. Yeah, and then the more research I did, we found out it was Riddler. It looks badass. And then Colin Farrell as Penguin. Unrecognizable. Dude, I was like, wait a second, where's Colin Farrell? And I found out that was him. Insane. <laughs> yeah, so I'm... I'm very on board with this now. They've only got about 25% of the movie done. Yeah. They're going back to shooting again next month. Right. Um, it was all interrupted <clears throat> by COVID, just like everything else in the world. <laughs> yeah. But I'm cautiously optimistic that we're going to get a badass Batman movie. I mean, it looks like they're diving way more into the detective side of things, first of all. Which I'm a huge fan of. Yeah, absolutely. That's one of the best parts of Batman. And then... The one scene in the whole trailer sold me for sure. And that's when he kicks the ever-living shit out of the thug. And I know what you're going to say, because you're expecting the I'm Batman. But yeah. no. Nope. I am vengeance. Yes. I was like, ah! <laughs> Yeah, and that's, that's, a little bit, that's a little bit of a nod back to the 90s animated series. Yeah. So I am vengeance. I am the knight. I am Batman. I am Batman. And... I'm excited, man. Dude, I'm looking forward to it so far. Yeah. I don't want to jinx anything, but it's looking promising. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Well, speaking of things that aren't looking as promising, uh, Wonder Woman 1984, we got to see the trailer. <laughs> yeah. So I'm I'm still hyped for the movie. Me too. I think out of the DC standalone films that they've done, Wonder Woman is by far their most lucrative kind of IP and property. But yeah, we finally got to see Kristen Wiig as Cheetah. And dude, I don't know, man. The CGI looked bad. Yeah, it did I mean, not look she good. looked like she'd be a good cheetah, and then they showed the CGI, and I was like, oh shit, <laughs> she gonna run away from that fast? Yeah, you know? but I mean, Kristen <clears throat> Wiig too. I mean, she's gotta be. What is she pushing now? Like fifty? Jesus, at least? I don't know. At least forty-five. Look, she 50. looks fucking great. Yeah, I mean, they threw a, a little bit of blonde hair on her, and she's looking better than half the bitches out there now. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So I mean. I'm still cautiously optimistic. I mean, they can fine-tune a couple uh, things. I the mean, CGI was still iffy, but that's been an issue with DC films. Yeah. The CGI has not been good. The first time I saw it, Wonder Woman riding the lightning bolts was kind of cool. <clears throat> the second time I, I saw it... Ride my lightning bolt, Brian. <laughs> I was just... Yeah, I was just... <laughs> no. I don't know. It looks weird. Cheetah looks weird, but again and the golden arm eagle armor looks really iffy as well yeah i don't know we're gonna have to wait and see but you know dc is they're fully on board plugging wonder woman i like the first film yeah the first I'm, one was awesome yeah i'm hoping they can you know step it up in this one we'll see but on to some of the dc video game news batman gotham knights yeah i was excited for this at first and then I found out what kind of game it was going to be. Yeah, so it's <laughs> not being done by Rocksteady, nope. which that's instantly a kick kind of a, nuts. Yeah, it's a yeah. kick against it. It's being done by WB Montreal. They have done some good games, but well, I'm a little hesitant because this is going to be a more of a two-player online co-op type of game where they're claiming Batman isn't going to be a playable character. Instead, you can either be Robin. I believe it's the Tim Drake Robin. Right. Uh, Batgirl. Nightwing and Red Hood, which is cool, man. Like, I, I want to play as Red Hood. Shit, yeah. Shoot people in the face. That's cool. I'll give them this. WB Montreal did Arkham Origins, and... It was good. While it wasn't part of the main Rocksteady games, I honestly thought it was amazing. 
Um, I know I'm in the minority with that one. No, there but, are people that argue that they liked Origins more than Arkham Knight. Yeah, uh, Arkham Knight. I like Origins way more than Arkham Knight. Not more than Arkham City, but Arkham Knight. That's because of the man bat. <laughs> the man bat scared the ever living shit out of me. Um, but oh, what was I going to say here? Yeah, it's also they call it a games as service type game. I heard. Yeah. Where microtransactions. Yeah. You pay to level up. You pay for everything. You know what I mean. So it, I got less excited after finding out. I about just want to be. I just want to play a game with you, bro. Where I can like log in. You can log on with me. Right. I can be the badass Red Hood. Or you come in as Batgirl. Or you could and- be Catwoman, <laughs> and I could be Red Hood. <laughs> I mean, I play some Barbara Gordon, even though. Um, Cassandra Kane might have been good too, you know. Yep, yep. But uh, no, I'm, yeah. dude, I'll I'll rock like I'll rock Nightwing for days in this game. Hell yeah, dude! Your son's named after him. He Chalupa is. Nightwing. You Chalupa cannot Nightwing. turn away from the Nightwing. <laughs> so I'm gonna play the Batwing. It's the Batwing. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Anyone who has seen Waiting, you know what I mean. <laughs> but I'm, you know, whatever. It's it's more Batman related video games, yeah. which always excites it's me. Hopefully, hopefully thing. they pull it off. So, more movie-related news. We got to see a Suicide Squad full cast reveal, and it's interesting, man. I mean, they've got Idris Elba coming in as Bloodsport. You've got Hmm. John Cena as Peacemaker. (laughs) Nathan Fillion is to be determined. We don't know who he's going to be yet. Uh, Pete Davidson as Blackguard. Michael Rooker from, again, Guardians of the Galaxy fame is coming in as Savant. So they're bringing in some high <laughs> they're going caliber people. Yeah. And James Gunn is at the helm. And I watched the trailer and it honestly, dude, I think he's going to fix Suicide Squad. I really I, do. I'm getting a very Guardians of the Galaxy one vibe yeah, from this. Yeah. And the biggest the biggest thing that I was like, finally, Harley Quinn. Yes. Like Margot Robbie's Harley Quinn. The finally, like, the the outfit, the aesthetic, the way she's acting, I'm like, all right, this is now back to comic Harley. Right, yeah. Or, you know, even Arkham video game Harley. And it's, and it is too, like, if, if you can hop on YouTube, check out the outfit she's wearing, um, the way she's acting, it's it's more of a, much more, it's like, right, looking at what they did before with the character, yeah. especially with the Birds of Prey movie, they were like, all right, all mm. this shit, we're throwing it out of canon, we're going to reinvent the wheel. Yeah, and James Gunn can do it. Yeah, man, he he can definitely pull it off. There was potential for the Suicide Squad from the get, but they needed somebody to pull it together and make it what it could be, and I th- think that's what's coming from this movie here, you know? And we're going to jump around a bit, but speaking of Suicide Squad, Rocksteady, so we just mentioned, you know, you had uh, the new Batman game, not being done by Rocksteady. Well, that's because Rocksteady's been busy working on a Suicide Squad game. Hell yeah. So there's a video game coming out called Suicide Squad Kill the Justice League. I mean, it's, that's it, all you need to say. I'm in. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sold. And yeah. the trailer was... I I enjoyed the trailer. You had the comical banter. You know, you had... I, it looks cool, man. You've got Deadshot, Captain Boomerang, Harley Quinn, King Shark. And they had that kind of loose comical... All the jokes going on. Right. You yeah. see Superman at the end, and they're like, all right, who do we need to kill? Then they're like, oh, shit. <laughs> and It's got like an injustice feel to it very as far much. as storyline goes, but they throw comedy in there. It's awesome. Yeah. Yeah, and this is going to be, you can play it solo, or you can play it with up to four players. 
cooperatively. Right. So again, I mean, this is another next-gen type of game that if I can hop in and play with other people as members of the Suicide Squad, that's pretty badass. I wonder if they're going to do like a Grand Theft Auto Five thing where you can press a button and it automatically switches to another character if you're playing solo. And then if you're playing multiplayer, they can jump into one of those characters, you know? Yeah, that would be pretty cool. And yeah. you kind of saw that in some of the gameplay where... You know, Captain Boomerang seems... He's got, like, a weird, like, teleport thing with the boomerangs yeah, now. Yeah, You know, Harley's probably going to be more of an acrobatic brawler. Um, obviously, Deadshot's going to be a ranged character. Yeah. So, I mean, it like you said, it'd be cool if you can switch from character to character. That'd be pretty neat. Um, one of the more exciting announcements for me, which was maybe less so for other people, but... Apparently, we're getting a Static Shock movie, and I love Static Shock. I've heard whispers about this for at least a year now, so it's very exciting to see them actually announce it. And it's in tandem with, there's a new Static Shock comic uh, coming out. I believe it's going to be released in early 2021, Mm -hmm. uh, following an original graphic novel, but... I'm excited, man. I like Static Shock. I, I grew up on, you know, I read some of the comics. I read... A lot of Batman Beyond and watched Batman Beyond where older Static Shock was involved. And then you had the Static Shock cartoon right back, which which was great with the young up and coming. So I, I'm excited, man. I like Static Shock a I'd lot. I'd love to see it, definitely. So it's exciting to hear it. Uh, we're also, we also got to see uh, some more Black Adam news. Obviously, Dwayne Johnson, The Rock himself, yeah. is playing Black Adam. So very high profile. I mean... It's going to be interesting. They're saying Black Adam's going to come in. He's going to be facing off against the Justice Society of America. So <laughs> he's pretty much going against the Justice League. Yeah. Uh, known characters in this. I mean, there's going to be Adam Smasher. We're going to have Hawkman. There's going to be Dr. Fate, Cyclone. So they're going to have, I don't want to call them B-listers, but still prominent members of the Justice League. But that's what's that's what can work is when you bring in these lo- lesser known characters... There's more room for creative input or creative development. You know what I mean? There is. I mean, you mentioned, um, again, a good comp, Guardians of the Galaxy. Characters that not many people knew about. Yeah. And all of a sudden, you give them a backstory, they become lovable, and then people... People love it. Yeah, and you don't have as many assholes out there like, Dude, Batman's not supposed to do this. You know? It's like... Not a lot of people know Hawkman. You'll have some of those hardcore fans, but they're not going to be all over the movie, so they screw can Hawk do Hawkman, dude. <laughs> Hawk, Hawk Girl for the win. Oh yeah, but they just—they'll have she, a lot more room to play with. Dude, she can smash you, smash me with that mace any day. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> uh, smash you where? Fucking freak! <laughs> <laughs> last bit of news, uh, and I should say last but not least, but we've been hearing about this forever because <clears throat> yeah. it's been a hashtag, but. It's just been, release the Snyder Cut. Release Let the Snyder it. Cut free. Well, the Snyder Cut's getting released. Finally. So, Zack Snyder's long-fabled Snyder Cut of the 2017 Justice League is finally going to get released on HBO Max. And, dude, it's going to be it's going to be lengthy, man. Yeah. I mean, this whole project that's coming out, and I, I think it's going to be like upwards of like four to five hours dude. of content. I don't know who Snyder thinks he is. He did a good job on Man of Steel, but it's like, what makes you think that people want to watch five hours of your work? In short bursts, it's okay. 
I'll watch it. Don't yeah. get me wrong. I'll see it. But I don't know what he was thinking. <laughs> yeah, I'm. I'm. I'm just really curious because I mean, a lot of the actors were adamant that the final product that came out was not a good representation of, <clears throat> based on what they filmed, the script, the scripts that they right. read, and what was cut. They're claiming. I mean, they're they're backing the Snyder cut. So I'm I'm very curious to see uh, kind of what what they can do with it and i'll check it out for I, sure i like justice league so i didn't love it but i liked I it i hated it so I if they can it. give me a better version of that i'm on board yeah sure well i think that pretty much covers the news at random again with the dc fandom going on that was going to take precedence right but i mean brian it's random review time buddy it's party on buddy hey excellent <laughs> another random review random review <laughs> totally excellent <laughs> <laughs> and we are going to be doing a random review on bill and ted face the music aka bill and ted 3 yep and this is unique because normally brian and i we will check out a film and then usually it's a couple days upwards of a week before we actually sit down and cast it. Right. Well, guess what, ladies and gentlemen? We just finished this movie less than an hour ago. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And we are sitting down to discuss it right now. And the general premise, and again, we're going to, I should, a little bit of a precursor. Yep. There's going to be spoilers. But I should mention as well, the beauty of this movie is you can hop on any streaming service, you know, Amazon, Hulu, whatever, you can actually buy it right now. Then you own it. Yep. And I mean, I guess it's, it's a what, blessing. It's 20, a blessing. 20 or 30 bucks or something like 25 that. 25 bucks. Yep. And it's a kind of a blessing in disguise with COVID. You know, it's still a limited release in theaters, but because of COVID, they're just, they're putting it out there. You can just download it. You can get it. Yeah. And I know, you know, some of you pirates out there hopping on the torrent sites. I actually bought it because... I'm going to back Keanu. <laughs> All right. Dude, you can't screw Keanu. No, you can't. The Keanu fever is real. <laughs> so the general plot of the movie, so it's Bill and Ted now in middle-aged life, current day, and the whole premise of Bill and Ted leading up to, obviously, Excellent Adventure, Bogus Journey, is that eventually they will they will write a song that unites the world mm, yeah. and saves everything, saves humanity, yada, yada. And we get to see older Bill and Ted, and I mean, they're completely disheveled, and that shit has not happened. Which w is why we could relate to it so much. I know. <laughs> <laughs> because we're sitting here looking at each other. I mean, Ed's got like a five o'clock plus ten day shadow. I know. And I'm over here just half buzzed and hit of a bowl, and I'm like, fuck, man. <laughs> um, but yeah, it was interesting to see. Yeah, and it was, you know, it. The nostalgia boner was real. Yes. I mean, obviously, yeah. if you're listening right now, you're probably an original Bill and Ted fan. You grew up with them in the late 80s, early 90s. And it was really, obviously, breakout role for Keanu Reeves and Alex Winter. And, you know, it, it was, I mean, right off the bat, 
normally we talk about at the end of our review yeah. how you felt about it. Yeah. Let's flip the script. Obviously, there's a lot of time travel, so let's time travel in our review a little let's, bit. Let's mix it up. So, how did you feel about the movie overall, bro? All right, so overall, I feel like if you're a Bill and Ted fan and you're looking for more of Bill and Ted, you're going to love the movie. It's not a masterpiece by any means. And what I think in the end is... It's obviously a segue into bringing their daughters into the movie verse and continuing without Bill and Ted, Keanu and Alex, you know? Yeah, and I agree. I, you know, we'll give our ratings at the end, but I think this was, I'm still going to say it's a good film. It is, I was, yeah. So I want to compare it really quickly to, we did a, I don't even know if we did a review on it, but we talked about it, but the Jay and Silent Bob reboot. Yes. I'm sorry, dude, it sucked. Like Wait, I thought it, no, I thought it was terrible. We didn't do a review we did, on we it. Didn't re, we didn't. We did never did a review on it. You didn't like the Jay and Silent Bob review uh, reboot. No. Holy shit! Really? You liked it, dude? I loved it. Like I was completely blown away by it. All right. So I mean, I wouldn't say blown away, but honestly, right off the bat, the band is breaking up right now. <laughs> <laughs> this is this is no longer excellent. Dude, in the I pocket. liked it. I mean, suck, dude. I. It, Kevin Smith got emotional, and I mean, he didn't have to throw his daughter in it. Like, there was some flaws to it, but I was a fan of the reboot from Jay and Silent Bob. Well, welcome to the mini-review within the review yeah, of man. Fandom at Random. I was, I'm surprised. Being a father, I thought you would have connected with it a little nope. bit. Nope. Movie I mean, you're, you're actually a good father, so <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't... Yeah, that makes sense. But, but going back to Bill and Ted... You know, I the reason I was kind of comparing it to that, which kind of failed spectacularly, because I figured you would have backed me. Or did great, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, in in my opinion, nostalgia. I just didn't feel the nostal- the same nostalgia factor I I did in that movie that I did in Bill and Ted. I thought I honestly did think that they did a great job. It didn't. There were still parts that came off as corny, but Bill and Ted is corny incarnate anyway. <clears throat> yeah, I mean it's too like you know, whoa, excellent, you know, <laughs> yeah. dudes rocking out. Hello, great leader. But <laughs> exactly, and you know they did they did the quick little nod to Rufus, which was really awesome. Yep. Um. Obviously, you know it was it was a bummer. George um, Carlin. Yeah, with George Carlin dying, and. You know, they, they still gave him that little nod. I and mean, then, yeah, you had to throw him in the movie. And I think the best way to do it was to use a hologram in a museum about the first phone booth he used to save, you know, unite humanity. So. Yeah, it was cool. They brought in his daughter. Uh, I believe her character name was Kelly, played by Kristen Shaw, which, yeah. you know, I love Kristen Shaw all the way back to Flight of the Concords. She's hilarious. Did a great job in this yeah, film. Yeah, she did a good job. But, I mean, talking about... You're right. I mean, this this whole film really, in a nutshell, was... It was Ted and Bill passing the torch to their daughters. Right. So, Billy and, Billy and Thea. So, Billy Logan and Thea Preston. And, I mean, Brian, you and I, we're not stupid. We know <laughs> if this movie is even remotely successful, which... I'm sure it's going to be during COVID because yeah. people are dying for new content. Well, not they, only that, but side note, during COVID, when almost the theaters are open, but almost nobody's going to theaters and people need a distraction from the depressing, fucked up, twisted time we're in right now. 
Bill and Ted Face of Music is a fun movie when it boils yes. down to it. Just pure fun. You know it, what I mean? It is. It really is. And But I mean, like I was just saying, like you and I know they're going to 100%. They're going to push these films forward. Right. In my opinion, with Bill and Ted's Daughters as at the new forefront. And they'll go on new adventures through time. So that's my assumption. Which could be a problem. The reason this movie worked is because we had Keanu Reeves and Alex Winters and we had the nostalgia factor and we know what it's about. My guess is you could <clears throat> still bring them in to reprise their roles in a more limited factor. You could. And then but focus on the daughters more. Also, the actors who played the daughters didn't seem as comfortable in a movie as goofy and out there as Bill and Ted. Yeah, you know I, I, mean? I didn't have an issue with their acting. I, I, thought, I thought they were fine. I didn't have an issue with it so much as it just... Maybe alongside Bill and Ted, the actual, you know, stars of the movie franchise, they just didn't seem up to par. Maybe on their own, they'll do better, though. But, you know, they had the whole... <clears throat> so the whole storyline is obviously they need to create the song to save... Time itself, existence, the universe, Turns etc. Out bogus journey at the end. That song was not the one that united yeah. uh, the universe. But it yeah. was funny to see Bill and Ted like continually trying to jump forward in time and continually getting duped, getting duped, <clears throat> getting duped by themselves. That yeah, was, by themselves. <laughs> that was probably one of the better parts of the movie was how their future selves kept trying to dupe and kept trying to dupe them out of getting the actual song or getting the song it was and the interactions between the two especially keanu reeves oh was yeah fucking hilarious dude <laughs> you're screw real you, screw you ted <laughs> you're real dick ted <laughs> i i one of my favorite parts too in a fun cameo was Dave Grohl. When like they're, they're leaving and you just see Dave Grohl like, what are you doing in my house? And they, they slam the door and lock it and go, dude. So their second trip to the future to find themselves, they go to this mansion. They they look like they're doing well. All of a sudden they have British accents. And then we find out that future Bill and Ted just infiltrated Dave Grohl's house <laughs> to make it seem like they were doing good in order to fix the past. And I find it funny that they gave Dave Grohl the nod because, again, they listened to the song. They were almost brought to tears saying it's like amazing. Right. And I mean, Dave Grohl is from the Foo Fighters. He is one of the last... I want to say rock stars yeah. of the current generation because there's not many like actual rock and roll That's like, a good point. stars anymore. Yeah, I mean, he's, he's a one triple of the few. threat, dude. He can sing, he can play guitar, and he can play drums. I mean, he can do it all. You so know? quick fandom fun fact. Um, the first two Foo Fighter albums, which many people may not know this, but uh, he actually does all of the guitar, bass, and drums and vocals on all of it. Oh, wow. I think I heard that before. Yeah, but I forgot about it. And it makes sense. The dude is insanely talented. Yeah, very talented. Yeah. So it was good to see them be like, it's beautiful. <laughs> you know? <laughs> and then he's like, what the? F <laughs> what are but, you doing in my house? <laughs> but also then, you know, you get the introduction of arguably the best character in this film. Dennis Caleb McCoy. <laughs> Hi, I'm Dennis. Hi, excuse me, I'm I'm Dennis. <laughs> so the emotionally insecure time traveling robot that was sent back to kill Bill and Ted, and I mean, 
I, in my opinion, I think you and I would agree. We got the best laughs out of Dennis Caleb McCoy, the killer robot. <laughs> Absolutely. And if you're a fan of Gotham, he plays um, Victor Saz. He's the bald guy. Actually, dude, it doesn't look or sound anything like him, which is a testament to how good he acted in this movie. Um, it was so out of nowhere because he turned from assassin, killer, Terminator robot into insecure like uh, i i can dance uh dennis caleb mccoy you know yeah so he was he was great and obviously you knew when they all got roasted they go back to hell they're gonna run into death again and right. it, i was so so happy to see william sadler reprise his role as the grim reaper absolutely i mean that was that was huge that yeah. was just he was the best part of bogus journey I Dude, mean, I'm still butthurt that they did not give anyone a Melvin in this movie. <laughs> Melvin. A front wedgie. Like, come on, man. That yeah, was, the, I, there, I, were, there were a couple parts that kind of did piss me off. And then, you know, you brought in, uh, what was it, Kid Cutie? Kid Cutie. Yeah. Oh, Kid, Kid, Kid they, Cutie. They called him, yeah. they called him what? Yeah. Kid, Kid Cutie. Yeah, Kid Cutie. Yeah, that's his real name. Apparently, you were thinking he was just cute, but oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> Kid Cutie. For, like... Out of everybody, why would you bring it? Maybe he was the only one that was willing to sign on to the movie. I have no idea. Maybe, but, but the only reason I brought him up was, you know, he did the whole, like, station thing. Yeah. And I was, like, pissed. I was like, man, I want to see Station. Like, <laughs> yeah. bring Station back into this shit, because Station was fucking awesome. Yeah, I was pissed they didn't bring that back. And it, there was a few other moments, too, but anyway. But it, obviously, then you also had... um. You know, uh, Jamma Mays and Aaron Hayes reprising their roles as the princesses. I honestly, I had no idea Jamma Mays was one of the princesses until you reminded me. Yeah. She's in Glee. She's in uh, one of those goof movies, uh, not another fantasy movie or something like that. Um, Yeah, man, I forgot about that. That blew me away. Yeah, and it was... Again, I mean, overall, the whole movie leading up to finally them realizing, okay, it's not us. Yeah. It's our daughters. <laughs> and you and I, like, I want to say like 15 minutes into it, I think we kind of realized it was going to end up being that. It because, was a little predictable. Because yeah. they kept they kept bringing up over and over again, you know, Logan and Preston. Pres Preston are going Logan. To, uh, Preston Logan. Yeah. And it's not, they kept... They didn't say Bill and Ted. It was always Preston Logan. Yeah, and I'm, exactly. all, I'm like, all right, all right, it's going to be the daughters. They weren't very not obvious about it. So the daughters end up, you know, saving the day. They they form the super band from, you and know, Jimi Hendrix. And <laughs> not because they are talented artists, but because they listen to a lot of music and just stuff parts of everything together. Yeah. I mean, they were, it, Which, they were more producers than <laughs> artists. <clears throat> or, you know tiktok stars <laughs> <laughs> but i mean i'm not gonna producers. lie like you know it was you know i, I felt something deep inside see seeing, i thought uh, i could have seeing keanu not with that but just seeing keanu reeves and alex winter throw the guitars on again yeah jump up there and just oh that yeah. was freaking awesome that I mean, gave it, me a boner for sure you know yeah this this movie was over 10 years in the making. Yep. They've been talking about it forever. It's, it's been, been delayed forever. Uphill battle for them. 
And, you know, it came out, you know, 2020. We all know, ladies and gentlemen, 2020 blows. It sucks. Oh, fuck 2020. And, you know, this, this movie came out at a great time. And like Brian mentioned earlier, it's just fun. Yeah. You're not you're not gonna go into this film like, oh my god, I'm like intellectually challenged and this <laughs> or that. But as a matter of fact, you can't think about it too much or you won't have fun. It, it, yeah. It's a movie where you gotta go in and say, All right, this is um nostalgia f- because I love Bill and Ted. This is a music bring everybody together type movie. I mean, yeah, there's plot holes. Yeah, there's bad acting somewhere, but all in all, it's a fun movie that hits that nostalgia G-spot and does what it sets out to do. You know? Yeah, and I'm glad you mentioned bringing everyone together because I think that's what we need right now, you know, this with this year going on. Right. And, you know, it's such a it's such a goofy quote or statement from the film, but the whole like, you know, be excellent to one another, one another you know, and party on. And it, it really is true. With everything yeah. going on in the world, like, we need this film. Maybe this film will save the world right now. I think Who it, knows? it's on par to do that. Definitely. <laughs> but that being said, Brian, anything else from this film you want to talk about? We've got plenty of time left. If not, we can get into our review scores. I mean, I think we covered a good amount of it. The effects were really cool. It was really cool to see a goofy movie <clears throat> like Bill and Ted upgraded with the special effects like every time the phone booth dropped down or when we got into hell that really amped it up a little bit for me i'm glad you mentioned the special effects because while they were updated they still kept a lot of the 80s aesthetic exactly. like the 80s and early 90s which but yeah it was it was old but new exactly like they kept that old school like especially like with the lightning and this or that <laughs> yeah like right. very classic bill and ted yep i mean dennis caleb mccoy was <laughs> probably my favorite part um every time I, you, I can dance you know <laughs> every time you forget about him a scene just pops up where he's they get into the swat truck in hell and they're ready to take off you get a knock at the back door hi uh Dennis McCoy back here. <laughs> I just need to get into the vehicle. <laughs> just, I don't, it was random, happy, fun, and I'm glad we watched it. Yeah, no. Yeah, for, um, for, yeah I mean, totally. It. I was nervous going into this film. You know, I saw some of the previews, and I honestly thought, like, this is going to be not good. It's going to be goofy. They're not going to get it. And right. I can honestly say I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it too. I, I wouldn't really call can. it a masterpiece. Nope. It the pacing. Uh, if you really want to break it down, the pacing was a little off. It was really slow in the beginning. It was predictable. But when you're talking about Bill and Ted, it's all about the fun you're supposed to have, and they set out to do that. So that being said, Brian, random review score time. How many? Excellent. <laughs> How many excellence? Out of 10, would you give this film? Honestly, I feel like I shouldn't even rate it, but if I had to, I'd say a 7.5 excellence. Awesome. Yeah. I'm going to give it an 8 excellence out of 10. Uh, Like you, I thought, good film. Yeah. You know, very good film. Uh, I was cautiously optimistic going into it, and I was pleasantly surprised coming out of it. It it met my expectations. Yeah. which that in and of itself with something like this with such a a franchise like Bill and Ted 
and all the lore behind it and so much nostalgia. I think that was a, a testament to, you know, props to Keanu Reeves, Alex Winter. They've been pushing for this movie for years to get it done. And I, I loved it. I, I mean, it was great. yeah. And then Keanu Reeves with his long locks giving me a man boner was <laughs> just a cherry on top. So, yeah. I'm glad we watched it. It came at the perfect time when everyone in the world just needs to let go and have a little bit of fucking fun for once. Seriously. I agree, but man, man it was weird that every time Keanu came on the screen, you were like... <laughs> <laughs> I was all over here like doing the dance. Nicole's <laughs> <laughs> oh, upstairs putting Grace into bed like, what the fuck <laughs> is going on down there? Oh, shit. All that being said, Randos... Thank you for listening in. Yeah. We're going to be back next week. We've got a bunch of great content coming up. Woo! So do us a favor. Go to fandomatrandom.com. Tell your friends. Smash that like button. Smash that like. Smash that follow. Catch us on TikTok. Are we on TikTok? Not yet. Ah, oh, <laughs> shit. We need to get on there. Yeah, we do. That's we what them... cash in on it. <laughs> <laughs> well, we will be back next week. Later, randos. Adios. Totally excellent.